What's going on there, youth pastors? Paul Turner here from the discipleproject.net and your host of the Youth Ministry Motion podcast, the podcast that wants to keep you motivated and your youth ministry moving forward. How are you today? Did you have an awesome summer? It's, school is almost here. <laughs> the activities of trying to keep kids busy all summer is almost coming to a close. Can you say amen? Amen and amen. I had a great summer, though, I have to tell you. I had a great summer, had a great camp, had a great time with students. Uh, it was a good summer. I hope it was good for you as well. If you're brand new here to the podcast, thank you so much for checking it out. Appreciate you joining us for this episode. And uh, I hope that you enjoy it so much that you'll want to subscribe. And it'll blow you away so much that you'll want to leave a five-star review over on iTunes, which I will leave a link in the description below. And if you're a regular, as always, I appreciate your time and your attention. If this is your weekly spot for getting youth ministry uh tips and ideas and you know learning how to do youth ministry well then hey thank you so much i appreciate you coming back again and again and i will always do my best to bring you value every week so i struggled today with naming this episode i really didn't know i mean i could have went the clickbait route and i just don't like i mean i just i'm not that kind of person i don't think of myself as a kind of a smarmy spammy kind of a person and so I don't want to do things like I could have put the title as I'm sorry, which would have been like you thought, oh, well, Paul's Paul's going to make an apology for something. Paul has done ter- something terrible. <laughs> and it would have been some people would have said, well, that would have been fine, Paul. That would have been fine. But for me, I'd rather give you and be honest and tell you what this episode is about, which is about the Youth Pastors Guide to Apologies, uh, because it's important that youth pastors and, and really people in general, let's be honest. OK, but I, I find that youth pastors uh, per capita uh, make more mistakes than normal average people. <laughs> maybe it's just maybe it's just personal experience. Okay, that's all I'm saying. And uh, I want to help you today uh, because if uh, if you've not made a mistake, um, you will, and you're going to have to apologize for it. And I want to help you do that, regardless of who it is that you have to apologize to. Now, before we get into today's episode and all the tips and all that kind of good stuff, I want to ask you a question. I want to ask you a question. Are you ready? For the fall i mean are you, do you already have your teaching ready to go do you do you have so many weeks planned out do you do you know what you're teaching month by month week by week do you have it on your calendar uh, do you have it planned out do you have all those things ready to go if you don't today's episode is brought to you by the disciple project store and that is my store where i host all my curriculum and all that kind of good stuff and i'm going to guess uh, i didn't take an actual count but i'm going to say that it has, the store has probably 60 plus weeks of teaching curriculum you know you have you have a lot of weeks of curriculum that are in there and there's all kinds of topics all kinds of things uh, you can get a series i did three week series on head games which is dealing with how to deal with the doubts and anxieties that uh, plague your mind there uh, what kind of friends do you have which is by the way a great topic to have uh, for the beginning of school what kind of friends do you have that's a two-week series I have a four-week series called Challenge Accepted, which is about sharing your faith and about uh, inviting people to Christ. And then I have a series called Live, Breathe, Be. That's a five-week series that you can talk about, which is based upon in him we live and breathe and have our being. And I'm working on a brand new series. And right now it's at three weeks. It may go to four, but it's called Tell It. Tell It. And that is about how to help students uh, share their testimony. 
and it's going to be just jam-packed with all kinds of, of ideas. It's going to take uh, testimonies from the New Testament and share not only why it's important to share your testimony, but how to share your testimony. And I'm going to have a bunch of tools in that as well. And by the way, all the series that I write comes with slides. It comes with graphics. It comes with all that kind of good stuff. And if you simply don't know what to teach, go take a look at the store. Just kind of scroll through it and say, is there something of interest here? Is there something my kids need to know? What am I missing as a youth pastor that I'm not thinking about? And maybe I have already thought about it for you. So I'll put a link down in the show notes. And if you want to support this podcast, go over there and go buy something and say, hey, Paul, thank you so much. Appreciate the podcast. I'm going to buy a series. It's going to benefit my kids. And it's also going to benefit the podcast. All right. So let's go ahead and jump into today's episode, which is about apologies. And uh, like I said earlier, if you have not uh, had to apologize yet as a youth pastor, get ready because it's coming. <laughs> You're going to do it. It's going to happen. As a human being, you simply cannot go through life without giving an apology. And like I said, I believe per capita, youth pastors have to apologize far more than normal human beings. Listen, you're, you're going to play that game that goes sideways and a kid gets hurt. You'll tell parents you'll be back at this time and show up at that time. You will get loose-lipped in a message or conversation and say something you should not have said. Uh, are you feeling me? Are, okay, do I hear some amens in the crowd there? Listen, it happens. And when it happens, you have to realize that an apology it has to come forth at some time. And listen, there is no more, it's not a big deal, okay, in youth ministry. Everything is a big deal, whether you think it is or not. It's a big deal. So there's like so many different things you're going to mess up. And there's just new rules to the game. And there's new things that there's old things you used to do, not appropriate anymore. You have to say you're sorry about some things. You have to apologize. And listen, even after 30 years of youth ministry, I still make mistakes. I had to offer an apology uh, after camp this summer. Um, because of something I did and it was just stupid. It was just ridiculous. And it's <laughs> and embarrassing to be honest with you, just because it's something like I should have known. It's something like, don't do that. It's just dumb, Paul. Don't, don't do things like that. And there were no excuses. I did it and I just had to own it. And I was disappointed with myself. I repeatedly said to myself, why did I do that? It's dumb. Why? I mean, what is it like my 24 year old youth pastor self came out and said, oh, you have to do that. <laughs> like, like, how old are you, Paul? Stop doing these things. Don't do those things. And then, of course, I would say things to myself. Listen, you know better, Paul. You know what is wrong with you? And listen, I'll be honest with you. I was sick about it. I was just sick about it. I was like, Paul, you know better. Come on. You've been in this thing for 30 years. You know better. Don't do these dumb things. And yet I do them. And you do the same thing. You know this. You've had these conversations in your mind. You say to yourself, why do I do these things? And listen, I, I have to autocorrect. I have to figure it out. And I had to come back and I have to give an apology and say, look, I am so sorry. I just, I was not thinking. I was just, I just went into some, you know, stupid, you know, 24-year-old youth pastor mode. And, <laughs> and for whatever reason, and I just had to own it. Now, you may be tempted, as I was, to say, that's not a big deal. And it is a big deal, right? You, you, can't, you can't justify it. That's what the flesh does. That's what the flesh says when it wants to justify something. That's what the flesh says when it wants to get out of an apology. Trust me, I know that voice. I've had to apologize a lot over 30 years. So let me offer you a few apology tips, some of which come from an organization called Next Avenue. And uh, so number one, get out ahead of it. Listen, if you know that you've screwed up, 
you need to give a heads up and say, look, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to get to it before anybody else gets to it. You have to, if you know, if you know, you did listen, you've got to call your pastor and say, you know, Hey, look, uh, I did such and such. It was super stupid. Uh, and, uh, listen, I apologize to you, uh, because I don't want to put you in a bad light and I, I want to, you know, make sure you know about this. And of course, if a parent is involved, of course, you want to make sure that you get ahead of that with the parent as well and say, Hey, look, you know, I am so sorry about this. This happened. Uh, and I want to make sure that you know about this and that this is not my intent and that, uh, I just did, you know, it was stupid. The second tip is I'm sorry is not enough, right? Don't be vague, be specific. Say what you did or what you said and why you did it and why it was wrong. You have to, you have to flesh that out. You, you know, people have to know that you understand that you are self-aware enough to know that what you did or said was wrong and why it was wrong so that you don't do it again, right? Number three, don't say, I'm sorry you feel that way, okay? If they're angry with you, you got to take it. If they're upset with you, you have to take it. If they're disappointed with you, you have to take it and just say, look, you can't say, I'm sorry, you feel that way. That's just, that's just deflecting the whole apology itself. And you know, you, you know what you did and you have to say you're sorry and you have to be specific about it. The next thing is don't argue. This is not an argument. This is not a, this is not a debate. It's you saying, I'm sorry for something very specific and why you did it and why you weren't thinking. So don't, don't turn it into an argument. Don't play that, you know, that tape uh, in your head over and over again, that you have a, you have an argument for everything. Cause it's not an argument. It's, it's you apologizing. Uh, don't say I'm sorry, but there's no, but there's just, I'm sorry. Also don't try to shift or share blame if they, or if you had just, those are not good. That's not, that's not a good posture to have. You don't want to say that because you're not looking it's not about other people. You can't shift blame. You can't shift responsibility. If you did it, you did it. You have to own that and you cannot shift the blame. Also watch your tone of voice. Listen, people are very perceptive. They know whether you're really sorry or not. They know whether you're contrite. They know whether you're humble. They know whether you're, you really accept the responsibility for it or not. So you have to watch your tone of voice. If you have to apologize in person, look people in the eye, you know, don't put your head on the ground. Don't stare at your shoes, look them in the eye and say, look, I understand what I did was wrong. And I want you to know in my eyes, you see that I am sorry, that I am truly sorry uh, that I've done this. If you have to apologize via an email, write a draft first and show it to somebody. Don't just throw it out there. Let somebody look at it and say, hey, is this appropriate? Is this, is this okay? And then if you need to make changes, make changes in it. If you can help it, don't apologize via text. If that's your only option, then that's what you have to do. But the problem with text and even email is that there is no emotional context and, and doing an emoji when you're trying to apologize is not, it's not a good practice. Let's not use emojis in, in apologies. You, you know, if that's the only way you can do it, then, then that's why you have to do it. But obviously the best way is in person with your voice so that people can see your face, see your eyes, know your heart and not have to guess at what you're trying to tell them in the text. And the last thing I would tell you to do is go ahead and pray and reflect. And of course, 
if you're not praying already, you, you should be praying because you know you've done something and now you're praying about how you're going to get out of it. You're going to pray about uh, everything going well. You're going to pray that you don't get fired. There's a lot of prayers going on. But before even that happens, talk to the Lord about it and begin to say, Lord, know my heart. Know if there be any evil or wicked way in me. And saying, Did I, was I malicious? Was I all these things? You have to reflect on this. You have to be a little self-introspective on it and really dig out, right? Why did you do something? Was, was this come from somewhere? And if it does, how do I get rid of that so that I never do that again? So listen, apologizing is never fun, but it has a purpose. And that purpose is to humble us. We can become arrogant and prideful in ministry, and it eventually results in a fall. Now, how far you fall and how much it hurts is up to you and your apology. So before you go today, let me go ahead and offer you a few scriptures to encourage your heart. The reward for humility and fear of the Lord is riches and honor and life. Proverbs 22, 4. When pride comes, then comes disgrace. But with the humble is wisdom. Proverbs eleven two. But he gives more grace. Therefore, it says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. James 4. Six. If you are having to apologize, I am sorry that you're having to apologize, but the apology is going to make you a better person. The apology is going to help you humble yourself. Your apology is going to uh, you know, bring people together. Your apology is going to put you in a far better light than if you try to justify it. Your apology is good parent ministry. When you apologize to parents or to people in your congregation or to your pastor. It is showing character. And although there is weeping for a night, joy comes in the morning. And that is it for today's episode, everybody. I hope that you got a tremendous amount of value out of this today. If you did, uh, once again, feel free to go ahead and leave a five-star review over on iTunes so that this podcast can be found by other youth workers just like yourself. And remember, if nobody has told you lately that you are doing a good job, let me tell you, you're doing a good job and you're just going to get better. Thanks for listening today, and I'll catch you guys in the next episode.